God's been challenging us about that in this book of Proverbs over and over as he, uh, first we looked at this matter of pride and now we're focusing on and, and finishing up in this matter of humility. Now, <clears throat> we've looked at a couple things. We gave you a definition worth knowing that humility means to make the choice to be depressed in mind. By the way, you know the word humility is used sometimes just in the way of being depressed in circumstances. When someone is poor or when someone is lowly, they're kind of knocked down a peg because of circumstances in life. But the humility we're talking about here is when someone makes the decision in mind not to put themselves up, but to put themselves down, to place themselves lower, to depress themselves in mind. And then remember the word also means to humiliate. And so those were some definitions we gave you. We talked about it being a decision that's worth making. And the reason we want to humble ourselves is in chapter 3 and verse 34, God gives grace to the humble. In chapter 11 and verse 2, where we just looked, he says, with the lowly is wisdom. All right, thank you very much. I figured someone would answer that if I left it enough. All right, God gives wisdom to the humble. And then uh, we also shared with you and found in the, the latter parts of the book of Proverbs that God gives honor to the humble person. In chapter 15 and 18 and 19, three different places, God talks about honoring those who humble themselves. So it's kind of an interesting thing, you know, when, when people humble themselves and the rest of the Bible teaches this truth. God lifts them up. God has a way of honoring those who make that choice to humiliate themselves, to depress themselves in mind. And then we uh, talked about it. It's a, a destination worth seeking. And last week, we looked at the importance of looking for evidences of it in life. Do you see it in your life when you're getting proud and when you made to make the decision to humble yourself? Do you see that there, there is, first of all, a tendency to pride? Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 6. Um, also understand that God sometimes puts us in trouble, uh, not because he wants us to be miserable, but to humble us, to put us in a place where we're willing to bow the knee before a holy God. So we need to see in the troubles of life. Remember uh, Proverbs 6, actually we can turn to New Testament stories, uh, remember Paul, um, Paul in First Corinthians chapter or Second Corinthians chapter twelve. Uh, so he he was given a thorn in the flesh, so he wouldn't get proud at the abundance of the revelations that had been given to him. But in Proverbs six, we talked about a guy who had gone out and he had become surety. He had, he had been a co-signer, if you would, for a loan, and he realized that look with his friend, that wasn't the right decision. It wasn't the good thing to do. He shouldn't have made that decision. And so God told him to go and humble himself and make it right and end, if you would, this agreement that had been made in the first place. And so sometimes God develops humility through the troubles of life. And then one other way that God will often test us in this matter of humility is through the test of praise. A couple different ways God uses that. And look, if you would, just we'll, we'll take it quickly. We left off here. Proverbs 27, Proverbs 27, and in verse 21, if we could look at that one more time. As the finding pot for silver and as the furnace for gold, so is a man to his praise. You know, everyone likes people to recognize what they do. People love it when you praise them. In fact, sometimes people get downright angry when you don't praise them. 
if someone sings a special or someone does something at church or someone serves in some way or they, they do some special task, you know, they expect a pat on the back. They expect someone to recognize it. Uh, people at work do that all the time. You know, well, you know, I gave a little bit extra. I should be getting, I should be getting a bonus, you know, and, and I should be, if you would, praised because of my involvement. And God many times will test us and say, all right, look, I'm, I'm going to see whether you truly are humble or not. And he tests us through the means of either someone giving us praise and we say, I deserve that, or sometimes by not giving us any praise and seeing what our attitude is. Well, if no one's going to recognize my teaching, I'm going to quit. You know, no one's ever going to say thank you, then come on, maybe you've been there before. So then how do we deal with it? The first thing is we got to recognize it, all right? We've got to look for evidences of it in life. The second thing in the outline, if you, if you have that, now it's been like three or four weeks, I know, is you need to eradicate self-centeredness. You ever heard someone say, he is tooting his own horn. You know, well, you know, the, the phrase describes a braggart. He's sharing his accomplishments and he's looking for, either he's looking for praise or he's praising himself. One or the other, just what we, what we just talked about a few moments ago. Um, you know, I, I don't need me to toot my own horn, but man, did I make a great dinner. You know, some, some, I, Hey, listen, if it were me, it would be a great dinner because I took, I took my wife out to eat, you know. Uh, uh, but people use those kind of things, and, and they may not even use that term per se, but a lot of times people want to lift up themselves. And if we're going to be pleasing to the Lord, we got to eradicate that. we got to see when, it, when we have that tendency, and we need to be willing to put aside ourselves. Uh, look, if you would. At chapter 27 and verse 2, it's a great verse. And someone read it for me, would you? All right, that's a great attitude to have. Say, look, look, I, I'm just, I'm, if it's going to come, let someone else do it. So you know, let, me, let me tell you how good I am. Tooting your own horn, all right? Uh, let me tell you what I did. Um, Look, we need to eradicate that in the life. If praise is going to become, Proverbs 27, 2 tells us, let it be someone else who does it. And even then, stop looking for it. Our verse encourages you to do right and let praise come when it does without looking for it, without longing for it. And if it doesn't come, here's the truth. A humble man won't care. And if you do, therein lies the problem. And that's what needs to be, if you would, eradicated. It needs to be removed. We've got to deal with it. All right, so how do you eradicate it? Well, um, yeah, first we already talked about it. You've got to kind of recognize it. But then you need to do with it what God wants you to do with it. Some, well, well, there's nothing wrong with, yes, there is something wrong with pride. There's always something wrong with pride. Uh, you, you want I mean if you want to just start at the very the very basest point of it the the biggest problem is you're taking from God what he deserves and what I mean by that is um, who gave you if you have the ability to sing you get up and you do a beautiful special who gave you the ability to do that 
who gave you the voice, who gave you the talent, who gave you the, the, the legs and the arms to get up and actually stand and do that, who gave you the lungs that you could, you could fill with air and you could make your voice do things that a lot of people can't. Who gave you those abilities? So anytime then that I go around saying, I wasn't recognized for my, my, what I did, we're failing to give God. So we've got to confess any proud attitudes and any proud actions. It's got to start there. God, this is sin. I think another thing that needs to come along with this eradication of the self-centeredness, I've got to consecrate myself to God. Lord, I, everything I am is what you've, you've done in and through me. Everything I've accomplished in life, it's because you've given me the ability, you've given me the opportunity, you've opened the doors, and, and you, God, have worked. So I'm just going to consecrate myself to you, and I want to be used of you. And then uh, thirdly under that would be to just continue doing right. So eradicate self-centeredness. Any time that just, oh, why am I not being recognized? And why, why is it, you know, um, you just got to deal with it. Confess it, consecrate yourself to God, and continue doing right. And, um, and, and ask God, by the way, with that, it's just the idea, God, Help me just to do it because it's right and because I'm serving you. And that requires, there you go, humility. And then um, the, the last thing to mention as we close with this subject is to embrace selflessness. To embrace selflessness. We've already said this. Humility is a decision of the will. Naturally, I want to lift myself up. Human nature wants to lift self up, and it will. In fact, sometimes even in, in acts of humility, what everyone would look at and say, oh, that's a real humble act. Sometimes people do that out of pride because I just want people to recognize. L look at how I put, my, put aside myself. And, and listen, that is my human nature. But the wise man makes the decision to depress himself. Uh, we, we talked about that bad decision back in Proverbs chapter 6 to be surety. And God said, go make sure your friend. And how do you make sure your friend? It's basically you humble yourself. You just say, I made a bad decision. You admit it. You, you confess it. And you, if you would, you embrace this selflessness that, hey, I blew it. By the way, a lot of marriages have problems because people aren't willing to humble themselves. Husband won't, isn't, isn't willing to admit that he was wrong. Wife isn't willing to go and make something right. Um, and it's not just marriages. It's just in, in the workplace. It happens all the time. People lifting up themselves and just not willing to embrace, if you would, the attitude that God says he will honor. And, um, and I hope you'll just make, make that decision. May we be in a place where God can pour out his grace, where God can grant us wisdom, and where God can decorate us with honor. Because we make the choice, rather than to lift ourselves up, to press ourselves down and put aside self 
Humility is when I deal with the disease of me. And by God's grace, uh, we just need to be people. And, and this world needs more people. And the church needs people who are just selfless. Who just are selfless. Now, um, I, I asked you the question. I've been asking myself, where are you? Where are you? As you uh, have looked at the subject, where are you? And, um, and when you see it, deal with it by the grace of God so you might be pleasing to the Lord. That concludes, although it's not everything to say about pride and humility, that concludes our time in the book of Proverbs because we've looked at a great majority of the verses where that truth is found. And next week we have a new topic. That's right. And um, I don't know. I'm not going to introduce it today. I'm not going to introduce today. We're just going to we're just going to leave it here. Um, but um, come next week and be part of the time as we uh, look at another um, another subject that I believe will be of help to you, and that uh, God has a lot to say about. So I uh, hope you'll join us for our time. Let's pray, uh, Father. I thank you that.